Hey, how you doing? Good morning. I'm getting in the habit of waking up to REMs. It's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> so you have it on repeat. I have it. I downloaded it from iTunes and apparently I'm not the only one because it's back on the charts. We're all listening to REM as we stay quarantined in our uh, little houses, our rooms. So I subscribe um, to this little news uh, email that comes every day. It's about business, the world of business. Uh, it's about stocks and things like that. And I subscribe to it only because I like to know what I don't know anything about. But one of the things they keep saying is during this time of reset, like that this is a time that everything is resetting. We're resetting financially, we're resetting personally, spiritually, humanity is resetting. So I didn't realize that there was a reset button on humanity. I was always wondering. I didn't either. But I always wondered what that little button on the back of humanity was for. Now we know it's a reset. I don't know where those people fall though that are hoarding toilet paper and <laughs> ground beef. They, they they need to be not re, they need to be expunged from humanity. Well, That's before we I get was, into this whole great debate on what's going on. First of all, it's nice to talk with you again. I mean, I know we talk every once in a while, but like in this format where we're chit chatting about life, this is kind of yeah. fun. I, I missed it. Well, I, I do too. We should be doing this more often, but sometimes it takes a pandemic <laughs> and an order to stay home in order to do something like this. So that's why we're doing it. No, we just, it, life gets in the way. You're still in radio. I'm no longer in radio. I work in property management now, which is very interesting. People who are wanting to know if they can not pay rent. Uh, we've got owners uh, questioning whether or not they have a mortgage due. We've got the government saying, we're gonna give you money, but maybe not. <laughs> we're gonna give you this, but maybe that. The city saying we're gonna not evict people, but at the same time, they have their obligation. It, it's very confusing. And stay at home, but you can still go out to the grocery stores and the pharmacies. You just can't go out with people, but there's people in the grocery stores and the pharmacies. I don't know what's going on. Oh, it's confusing. It's confusing, isn't mm -hmm. it? Like we don't, I, I would like somebody to stand up like, he-Man with the sword. <laughs> Remember when he, he holds his sword up in the air? By the power of, of Grayskull. Yes, I want He-Man to stand high atop Mount Pocono <laughs> and take control of the region because it doesn't seem like anybody's in control of anything. And the data changes every 15 minutes. Well, I think it's kind of like if Karen needed to speak to a supervisor and you know Karen's the you know typical reference who's the supervisor at this point who's the manager in charge who's in charge here i'd like to speak with you because it doesn't feel like anybody in washington is our our governor is trying to do his best all governors are but they're not getting any guidelines so it's almost like we're all following the same rules but not really i don't fault our leaders i don't fault governor wolf or president trump or you know i i just don't think there's information there and they stand up there and they give these speeches and at the end you don't feel any more reassured. You don't feel like there's any end in sight. In fact, I just got a email from the school where my kids go and we were told that there's another two week extension to the original two week lockdown uh, where now they're gonna be out of school for a month. Mm. And you know, it, 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 we're, then we're going to reassess at that point in time. I know what they're trying to do. I know that they're trying to, uh, what do they say? Flatten uh, the curve. You know, yeah, flatten the curve. Uh, Reuters had an article this morning, the three-prong approach is the most effective to uh, stopping the spread of coronavirus. Number one was closing schools. Number two 
imposing workplace distancing and closing if you can work from home, and also three, quarantining infected people and members of the family of the affected, uh, infected people. So we're doing all those things, and I guess if we all stayed inside and didn't go outside for the next month, this thing would die off and we'd be fine. But like you said, you go to the grocery store, there's 100 people in there, all fist fighting over toilet paper <laughs> or canned soup. Uh, you go to uh, restaurants and there's a, a line of people outside waiting to get takeout and they're all, you know, butt up against each other. And it's just very unnerving. I will I, I don't, say that um, I did do takeout and my experience was when I ordered, they said, when you get here, call us and we'll bring it to you. They did not want you coming in. They did not want you standing in line. So you waited in your vehicle. When I got there, I called and the woman brought it out to me. I You paid over the phone. Like there was no, really? oh yeah, yeah. There was no, we did not come near each other. She handed me the food through the, the window. I took it and then that was it. She walked away. So uh, that was my experience. I don't know if that's every place is like that because I'm sure... You know, you can go through the drive-thru and stuff like that. But yes, the restaurant that I ordered takeout from, I, I pulled up, I called, I told them I was there. She came out with the bag and that was it. Nobody was in the restaurant. Nobody was in front of it. It was, I thought it was very orderly and put together. But I do agree with you about the supermarket. I'm like, why isn't there a restriction? Like, okay, we've got 20 people in here. You'll have to wait. The next 20 people can come in in a few minutes. Like, I just feel, I mean, there's not thousands of people in the supermarket. And obviously you can walk around without coming into contact with anybody. But it still seems odd to me that the restriction is stay at home, but yet you can go to Walgreens and there's people in there. I would like the supermarkets to adopt the 80s club doorman <laughs> method where you have you to have stand to be cool in enough line. to get in. Right. And you get a I stamp. I would starve when you, to death. When they let you, yeah. And then you, you go in and there's like a nightclub atmosphere and people are like over in produce going, <laughs> eh, eh. you know, that kind of. You bet. You try to make your way to the front of the. Can I get uh, grapes and uh, bananas? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, not today, lady, not with that outfit. Keep going. That's right. And, and the super cool, how are like, hey, man, you know yeah. what? You're you're hot. Why don't you come to the back, <laughs> grab a four pack I of got some chop meat Northern. for you. <laughs> and then I'm, I roll up and they're like, I'm sorry, you're in the generic freezer section. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Maybe if you're lucky, right. we're going to give you some cottage cheese, but that's as good as you're getting, lady. You get the dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets. <laughs> and you open up, you bite into them, and it's like there's Half air. It's like, yeah, it's like liquid. You're like, what? And they're what slightly freezer-burned. Yeah. All the yeah, young, pretty people so. are getting all of the good stuff, and here I am eating my old generic waffles and dino right. nuggets. It's all right. That's all you, right. You, <laughs> you get expired non-flavored greek yogurt because nobody else wanted it uh can i just have a bowl of chalk yeah yeah please for you we've got two bowls congratulations <laughs> oh well thank god oh, that's god. not the order of things because yeah. you know it's funny it, i different people have had different experiences i've talked to some of my neighbors we have a group chat on facebook like a neighborhood uh, group and they're like it it's they're it's like the Hunger Game districts. <laughs> like in my district, what we've learned is depending on if when you go to the supermarket, things are available. One lady's like, I just went this morning, Acme stocked up, there's chopped meat. And then by the time you get there, it's all gone. And then somebody's like, oh, so-and-so has toilet paper or so-and-so, or I, I bought toilet really? Oh yeah, it's now we're down to yeah, bartering. I like if you have chopped meat, I have toilet paper, who wants to trade? I'm like, why don't you guys just cook me up what you have, leave me a bowl on the step and I'll swing by and pick it up on my way. <laughs> 
You know, it seems to me that the when Superstorm Sandy hit, how chaotic that seemed. Um, this is uh, th- that that pales in comparison to what's going on now because of the scope in which people are affected. Well, right, you know, everything's shut down. I remember they used social media for Superstorm Sandy. Hey, we've got you know lumber, we've got tarps, we've got drywall, we've got you know what we've electricity, we've got a generator. We'll come help you get closed up for the uh, cold weather that we're about to hit. Yeah, uh, about to hit us. And here it's just like I, I don't know. Are we going to have toilet paper? Are we going to have chopped meat? Are we going to have soup? And wh- how do we know when the truck is going to be delivering the items to like Giant well, or... And here's the thing uh, about it- that. Like the, the problem is, of course, we're going to have all of these supplies. The, the supply chain is not disrupted. It's just that people are panic buying because at first they weren't sure how long they'd be stuck in their houses. So the the bottom line is what you should do is buy enough of what you need. Instead of buying 40 packages of toilet paper, do you need 40 packages of toilet paper? Like even if you're in the house for the month, if you do, you probably should talk to your doctor. Like, right. so buy what you need so that there's enough for other people. Um, because everybody, it's like a snowstorm because everybody went and bought at one time Things are in limited supply. Milk, bread, eggs. Remember how that happens with the snowstorm? Um, Everybody heard we might be quarantined, and they immediately went out and stocked up on everything. And I always find it funny what people don't want. Like, nobody wants the cup of noodles, the little O-rings. There's plenty of boxes of that on the shelf, but good luck finding tomato soup. You know, it's just, it's funny what people buy. But I think what you have to do at this point is buy what you need. You know, don't plan like you're you're never going to come out of the house again, because in a... I'm going to guess six to eight weeks is what I'm given in my timeline. We're, well, we're going to also, see things return a little bit to normal. People have to understand that the grocery stores and drug stores and hardware stores and like Pep Boys, uh, you know, automotive store, you know, repair places, they're, they're not going to close. And if even if we're ordered to stay home, if we have to go to the grocery store, you can go to the grocery Correct. store and those other stores that are open. Just because you're ordered to stay home doesn't mean you can't leave the house. So they may modify the hours of operation, mm-hmm. but they're still going to be Correct. open. And you'll be able to buy those things. You just, it, I think that's what confused people mm-hmm. is like, well, do I have to stay home or can I go out to the grocery store if I have to go to the grocery right. store? You just have to be... And, and even you if you get careful. get sick, you know, you're, you're it's going to be like having the flu. You're going to be down for a couple of weeks. So, yeah, you're probably going to want to have some stuff in the house. But unless you're, you know, by yourself, I'm sure neighbors can get stuff for you or other family members can drop stuff off. It's You're not going to be as isolated as I think people perceive it to be. I read an article about this guy who was explaining what it was like to have coronavirus. And he explained that it was like breathing in shards of broken glass well that sounds and i was like good god that sounds horrible and i started thinking you remember uh i don't know if you remember smoking pot back in the day (laughs) you may or may not have smoked pot and i remember when you would inhale you would inhale a pot it would burn the hell out of your lungs and they would cough and cough and i was wondering is is that what this feels well have you ever had pneumonia I've never had pneumonia. Oh, you're lucky. I I did. I had it uh, twice, actually. I had a walking pneumonia once when I was a teenager. I was working at McDonald's, and I'd gotten sick, and then I was in the drive-thru window, and then that just did me in. And it it literally hurts to breathe when you have pneumonia because your lungs are are crackling. 
Um, and any so, d- deep inhale causes a coughing fit. It, it's painful. Your, your, your example was pneumonia and mine was smoking pot. Well, doesn't I that say that, a lot about us? I, we want to appeal to the masses. <laughs> I'll cover the old people. <laughs> you talk to <laughs> the young pneumonia. folks. Well, yeah. They do say you can get pneumonia from... Yeah, unfortunately, there's probably going to be some people going, it's like smoking pot, man. (laughs) Um, But pneumonia is one of the things that they say you get from this. Well, it attacks your lungs. It's a respiratory illness, right? Mm -hmm. That's what COVID-19 is. The virus attacks your respiratory tract. It does does tend to um, start with a, a cough and a dry cough, and then it kind of goes into your lungs. I've even read some information, and again, this is all what we read, and it always seems to conflict that it can then turn into a little bit of a a digestion issue, um, where your stomach, you start to feel nauseous and things like that, so. No, I I heard that that's some of the symptoms early on, is uh, GI issues, Mm. like that's why, and it was like 38% have diarrhea, Mm. and I'm like, what? What kind of a you know, you know, respiratory starts with diarrhea, but I guess that's what was confusing yeah. some people is they're like, they don't go to the doctor because they're like, well, I don't have COVID-19. Well, but here's the other I thing that COVID-19. I read. Um, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, who is a world-renowned, he's got a doctor in front of his name. He, he's, he's on CNN. I've seen yeah. him. He's, he's a good, he seems like a good dude. I don't know him, but he seems like a nice so guy. So I thought this was, well, he is smart. One of the things he put a series of tweets out yesterday, and one of the things he said is finally worth reminding that roughly 80% of patients likely to recover without any hospitalization or additional treatments. If your symptoms are mild, ask yourself, would I have normally gone to the hospital for these symptoms? If not, stay at home this time as well. And I guess what's worrying people is they're like, oh my God, I have it, and they want to go to the hospital. And his point is, look, if it's like a regular flu and you would probably have not gone to the hospital six months ago if this happened don't go now because all you're doing is taxing the health system and you know every time they have to check on somebody who isn't seriously ill and i'm talking about doctors and nurses and things like that we're wasting equipment and resources so if you would be able to ride it out at home if you have if you have it and you get through it great but i i guess people just constantly want to have that confirmation of oh i have it but Right, if you're taking right. up a hospital bed because of that uh, and your symptoms are manageable, I guess it's 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 conflicting. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I would go to the hospital, but it would take a lot for me to show up there anyway. Well, they have, because they're taxed, they're overrun, and there's more bacteria and viruses floating around the hospital in general anyway that you shouldn't be there unless you absolutely mm-hmm, have to be mm-hmm. there. You can't breathe on your own. You're, you know what I mean? Right. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Maybe people should go to the hospital anyway. But well, but the they're saying not to. <laughs> that's the whole point. I saw. Well, that's what Sanjay Gupta says. Well, a lot of and, medical uh, professionals are saying if you, if your symptoms are mild, stay home. Like you know, they California said they need fifty thousand more beds. Well, yeah, there's a lot of people in California. New York City is having an issue. Oh my God, New York! They're getting smoked. They have n- I mean, nowhere to terrible. put these people. So they don't have anywhere to put people anyway. But <laughs> right. It's been- when they're when they're sick, what do you do? I mean, the whole city's vertical. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's uh, it's crazy. I did see these uh, in our four state area here. Delaware has eighty seven cases. New Jersey has two thousand eight hundred and forty four with twenty seven deaths. Pennsylvania has six hundred and forty four cases with six deaths, and Maryland has two hundred and eighty eight cases with three deaths. 
So uh, I did also see that which one is going to be the next Italy, and they listed Texas and Florida. Wow. Because it seems like they're not heeding any warnings. They're just well, you know, it, Texas. We both live there. Texas is like, forget you. We're our, we're our own entity. Yeah. I mean, the state slogan is "Don't mess with Texas." You got to have a yeah. little bit of bravado if that's what you put on your license plate. I'm talking to you, coronavirus nineteen. <laughs> Don't mess with Texas. Well, I mean, it'll be interesting. I I I feel bad for um, the people of New York, although I will say um, the, the leaders there are trying to do the best they can. They, they just have limited resources. Um, yeah. You know, when you run out of hospital beds, you can't you can't build them fast enough. Uh, I feel bad for the folks who are ill. Um, and I feel bad for people. This is a tough time for a lot of people. If you're predisposed to feeling bad about things, this certainly is not helping the matter. And if you're alone right. um, and don't have friends and family nearby, this could be pretty debilitating. So I think social media, as much as you hate it, um, at this time is an important way to keep people connected. I don't necessarily hate it. I just don't. Um, participate mm -hmm. you know what I mean it's like I, I don't hate jump roping either but I don't do it <laughs> because a I don't have a jump rope and b I have no friends to jump rope with and, and your ankles uh, are shot and my ankles are shot I did see that some of the numbers this is depressing but it just is it's what's out there that they say unemployment can hit 30 percent I don't know if you saw that number but unemployment hitting 30 percent to put it into perspective the great depression unemployment was 25 percent wow so you're like, wow, um, you know, can I spare a dime, you know, type thing. Yeah. But what do you do? I mean, if everybody's screwed, then we're all in this together. And um, well, there's you know. a, at, at, at this point, I don't know what the answer to that is, because we don't know what the ramifications are going to be. We can all sit here and guesstimate. Um, but, you know, it's it. hopefully things can swing back quicker than. Uh, the not once people get out and start doing things again, maybe the economy will pick up faster. I don't know. I don't know. I was thinking yesterday the um, there were those back when gas was like five dollars a gallon. People <laughs> were trying. Remember, they were trying to protest. Don't get gas on Thursday yeah. because it's going to be the great American gas out. The oil companies will literally choke on their own inventory. Well. <laughs> no one's getting gas now, yeah. so we're going to see, see I, that. That's gas not... is below a dollar thirty in some places. I saw. I've seen people really? post as little as a dollar twenty. Wow. Yeah. Well, no one's. I, I, I. Why would I get gas? I'm not going anywhere. My my car just sits out. Yeah. Well, I go to. I still go to work every night. But um, yeah. I last night on my way home, I noticed gas prices are about two twenty a gallon, which is the cheapest it's been in Pennsylvania for since a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. Hey, I have a game I want to share with okay. you and anybody else that's listening. A game that you can pass the time with at home. And it's kind of like indoor golf. So here, here's how it works. Here's how I it works. I can't wait to hear those. You could play it with, you know, well, you have to play. Well, you could play it with yourself or you could play it with, you know, as many people as you want to play golf with. However, whoever's, whoever's stuck in the house with you can play this game. Oh, so and it's, it's fun for fun. all ages. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. You, uh, Melody would love to play this game with you. What do we got? Because it, <laughs> it involves throwing things. Uh, as long me. as you're in front of her. There, there's room for an accident, if you know what I mean. So you take, like, let's say you want to have six holes on your golf course. Okay. You take six pieces of paper 
and you uh, put a circle in the middle of the paper, I don't know, like, you know, a four, five inch diameter circle in the paper. And then in the middle of the circle, you put like a one. And then on another piece of paper, you do the same thing. You put a two and so on for all six holes. Gotcha. Then you take these pieces of paper and you either tape them to the floor or you place them, you know, in a, somewhere where they, you know, they're in a different room. And you start with, you know, a couple of, each person gets a couple of pennies and you enter the room and you toss the pennies onto the piece of paper or try to get as close to the piece of paper as possible okay. into that circle. And it's like playing golf, but instead of, you like know. Like Frisbee golf, you, but with pennies. Yeah, pennies and then paper. You put it and you can go yeah. all throughout the house. So if you have, you know, a four bedroom house or a three bedroom house, you start like yeah. in the kitchen and you toss into the di dining room and then you toss into the living room and then you toss down into one of the bedrooms and you toss into the other bedroom. And then next thing you know, you know, whoever wins, keeps all the pennies wow although it's you know that, that could get it, expensive if this goes on a long time well everybody's got pennies you know i have um, a game that i play myself i put a, a shot of alcohol in every room and i call it a pub crawl and i just, hey! I just go from room to room and i just uh, belly up to around the, the world <laughs> it's like epcot i get my book stamped <laughs> yep you go to <laughs> melody's room would be germany <laughs> dylan's Very room hostile. could be Italy. dylan's room could be italy yes and so a glass of you know wine, I, mean? I put a beer in the one room, a glass of wine in the other. We have a shot of vodka in the living room. There's right. rum in the bathroom because it's a little bit tropical, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, turn the shower right, on, exactly. get a little humidity in there. And then and the, the last stop is my bedroom and I lay on the bed and I go to sleep. It's very fun. Right, exactly. Well, that's a good idea. <laughs> Your method, my method, either way, it's a way to pass time right. <laughs> while we are holed up inside. Look, you know, we all have to home. do what we have to do to get through. No judgments implied at all. Yeah. You know, all I, right. I well, would like to stop the frequent trips to the refrigerator. Have you found that like out of boredom, you go to the, the pantry and the refrigerator a lot? Or is that just me? No, that's actually something that's going on throughout the country, throughout <laughs> the world. People are staying inside. And although food is kind of a valuable resource at this point, they're snacking. Yeah. It's like, you know, because they're they're binge watching TV. They're, you know, cleaning house. They're working. They're exercising in the house if they can. You can go outside and exercise sure. outside as well. But you work up and exercise. And, you know, a lot of people are working from home, so we don't really have a routine yet. So we're like, why don't I just sit here and eat another Cinnabon? <laughs> and or, my thing is, or, every third day I put pants with a button and fly on. This way I make sure they yeah. still fit because it's very deceiving to be in elastic waistpants all the time. Good point. Good you point. put your jeans put on and you're like, these feel tight. Whose pants are these? Oh, these are mine. Did I wash these and dry them for three hours since I've been inside the house? Because maybe it seems like I have. Maybe I'll quarantine the kitchen today and not go in there. I uh, drink tea and coffee. If you drink tea and coffee, it suppresses the appetite Does it? for a little yeah? while. All right. Well, yeah. mine is out of boredom. And whatever you do, for the love of God, do not cut your own hair. We'll eventually get out there, but don't don't cut your own hair. Nothing good can I need a haircut. <laughs> I've been thinking about, I meant to get one like four months well, ago. Well, just put a bowl just, on your head and trim. It'll be fine. It'll be like third grade all over again. That's right. <laughs> just without the picture. When I get oh, no, no, no. I'm going to want a picture. Yeah, I'm going to well, need a picture. That's for another podcast. All right. Well, this was fun. We, uh, we should do this more often. Can you come on my radio show this week? Sure. What time? Uh, well, between seven and midnight. That's when I'm there. All right. So, all right. so maybe like in the eight o'clock hour, you can give me a call and we'll chit chat. 
All right. You want to do that uh, when? Tomorrow night? Tomorrow night sounds like a plan. Oh. All right. What is tomorrow? It's Wednesday. Wednesday. And, right. I, and you have to come uh, listen to John and I at 92.5 XTU. That's yeah. where I work. It'll be like old times, except for I'll be on the phone. And the whole quarantine thing. <laughs> It'll be just like it used thing. to be, except not. So. Well, when you do a radio show with somebody, you are kind of quarantined. Like you're in a room yeah, we, by yourself. There was definitely no one's allowed in or out. social distancing. Like we were at least six feet away from each other. There was a whole island of stuff between us. When we first started working together, you insisted on moving closer so you could be in front of me. And after like an hour, you're like, no, I'm going to go back to where I was before. Yeah, like it was, it was weird. Like I wanted to be able to look at you, like just look up and look at you. But it was so awkward yeah. being in that position. That yeah. I was like, no, I'll just look at the side of your face. Yeah. And that's, and that's the way it is. And, but and, then and, sometimes and, you uh, wouldn't look at me. I'd be trying to communicate with you and I'd be doing like the, the YMCA and you wouldn't even notice that I was trying to get your attention. Oftentimes when I'm concentrating, I'll close my eyes. Yeah. And that was, that made it difficult. <laughs> That's detrimental when difficult. I'm trying to get your attention. Well, a and after we worked together for a few years, I just sensed <laughs> you wanted me to shut up, which was, that was like, Well, after was, we worked together for a few years, we didn't even have to look at each other anymore. We just knew what each other were thinking. I sense she's ready for me to stop talking. <laughs> so You feel, you felt my laser beams <laughs> burrowing in the side of your yeah, head. Yeah, I felt it. So, um, well, this was we fun. I'm glad we got a chance to chit chat. Thank you for yeah. for giving me a call and catching up. Yeah, I know it's early for you because you don't get home till after twelve, yeah. and then you're up for a while watching old shows, and then you go to bed, and then you're just waking up now. It's so a I different lifestyle. That. It is a different lifestyle, but you know we're all in the house and we're in this together. And I know it's not, and every time I say that, I think of High School Musical. Uh, we're all in this together, but we are, and we'll get through it. And just be kind, be patient, and um, you know we'll get through this. Be kind—that's the biggest thing. Don't forget about that. <laughs>